Straw Hut Media. Okay. Okay, so Andy, hi, number one. Hey, Brandy. Wait, we're not starting it. I mean, oh. <laughs> hi, Brandy. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville on the film. Booking Cohen on our show. Are you nervous? (laughs) Yes, and I don't get nervous, except for when we have to talk to dead people, people that talk to dead people. Otherwise, I don't get nervous. I've I've literally been prepping since Saturday night. I know what he studied in college, where he went to college. I know about his sister. I know about, like, way more things than I need to know. Wait, what did he study in college? Broadcast journalism. Oh, of course. Of oh, course. He went to what Boston. Good... Yeah. Boston University? I guess BU, right? That would be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. Uh, Mama didn't go to college. I am nervous, but you know what? With my 17 pages of notes here, we should call him because we need to respect him. Respect the time. Respect everyone's time. It's important. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Ah, help me. <laughs> Andy fucking Cohen, is that you? Brandy fucking Glanville. (laughs) Oh my God. You know what I realized just now? What? I don't think I ever really hear you cuss. Uh, You know, I cuss on the radio. Oh, I wouldn't know because I don't listen because I've never been invited to be on the show. Mm. You know, well, (laughs) I'll change that. You know? yeah, I would really love that, but Great. we're not starting off on a shady, shady, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. So first of all, this is your first time on my podcast. Yep. Welcome. Thank um, you. Congratulations, by the way. I mean, this is quite a success and it's been going for some time and I know that uh, you just had a big milestone. So congratulations. Well, thank you so much. You're my 300th guest and wow. um, I kind of feel like now I want to quit though because Every fucking person has a podcast. Um, Lisa Vanderpump just started a podcast. I know. I saw. I'm like, oh, she stooped to my level finally. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I definitely, I heard a little bit of her and Camille's uh, pod about, you know, nobody lives in Beverly Hills. And then I had to remind people on Twitter that Camille lives in fucking Malibu. Oh, was Camille on the podcast? Yes. Oh yes. my God, that's funny. I mean, to be a fly on the wall in that room. Well, I mean, I think if you listen to the podcast, you wouldn't. You would be a fly on the wall. No, because I want it. You know what you say? Okay, we can cut this out later. Yeah. 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 That's what. Yeah. That's what I. I want to know the parts that they cut out. Got it. Yeah. So, how is COVID treating you? Number one. I mean, high highs and low lows. You know. Um, I had it. I recovered. I binged Game of Thrones. I got to spend a ton of time with Ben. I, I was, I've been working throughout it, which is the thing that I'm, I mean, I'm very grateful all the time I've gotten to spend with my son and I'm very grateful that I've been able to work, uh, throughout this whole, uh, Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like there's a butt coming on. No, I mean, but it's, you know, it's, it's an upsetting time. 
it's it's an upsetting time. What can I tell you? No, it's definitely fucked up. I've doubled my antidepressant. I don't even know oh. how regular people are handling it because I'm a mess. My kids literally make fun of me on the daily. Wow. Um, yeah, they're asshole. Well, Jake's an asshole. Mason's like a sweet human Xanax. Oh. I know. I have like definitely when I was pregnant, everyone would say to me, mostly my mom, I hope you have a kid that's just like you. And then when Jake is born, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jake that's was funny. born. And I'm like, mom, guess what? I got one. That's so. really funny. And we were talking the other day about you adding to your family. Yes. I would like, I mean, listen, I'm a old guy and ah, don't say it. Bite your tongue right now. Whatever I do, it really would be for Ben. I would like to have a sibling for him so that, you know, when I'm not around, he has <laughs> family. And I grew up with two parents and a sister. So I feel like my life is already so unconventional. And my schedule is very unconventional that I would like to, um, you know, I would like to give him every opportunity to succeed and flourish. And I think giving him a sibling would, would, would do that. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. I think that it's a good idea. I also say my kids are four years apart and they are best friends and worst oh, enemies. Great. Yeah. I mean, I just wasn't ready after two years. Everyone's like, you have to do it. I'm like, I, because you told me I have to, now I'm not going to. Right. Um, but it's it's actually a perfect age. And the one constant they have in one another's lives, and this won't happen with you because you're not divorced, um, is each other. So they're moving different houses all the time and going back and forth, but they have each other all the time. And I'm so thankful every day that yeah. they have each other. Yeah, of course. And I really want you to have a boy, another boy. Oh, Okay. Because I think about all the women in your life, Andy. Well, I know, but I love women. That would be, you know, I mean, I love women. And I think I'm just going to leave it up to Jesus. Oh, okay. Juice for Jesus over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I just really love when the boys are together. Like when they get in a fight, they just beat the shit out of each other and it's over. There's no like revenge plot like when I was young because I had all of that shit. Um, with my sister, with my brother, I was constantly tormenting them. But, Interesting. Yes. So I do have a ton of Twitter, twi Twitter questions for you and some games, but I wanted to go over a little bit about what's going on. Obviously, we have to talk about it on Beverly Hills right now. Okay. Okay. So there's a rumor that Teddy is not coming back to the show. Can you speak on that? Um, you know, listen, as you know, we don't really talk about who's coming back and who's not coming back until we have to. And so I kind of don't have to at this moment. <laughs> You're like, you can tell me to fuck off. Like I like that's okay. This is I'm not going to fuck off. I, I will answer in the politic way that I do. Yeah, you're very that's another thing I was looking at the other day. And by the way, this is the most research I've ever done for a podcast. Well, I, usually, I appreciate it. No, I wing it usually. I'm like, okay, yeah. five minutes before Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> no, that's really it. But this I really did my work because I don't know. I just feel I'm very honored that you're doing my podcast. Well, I'm honored that you did a little a little noodling around and I'm psyched that you got a bunch of Twitter questions. Oh, we got so many. I'm not going to ask all of them because some of okay. them are shady as fuck, as we all know. 
um, Twitter is kind of the breeding ground for hate, but yeah. that's okay. But I want to get, I want to ask you a little bit more about personal life. I'm single. Are you single? Not I mean, single. Hook up, but. no, I'm single. So how is that? I mean, I'm single ish. I don't want to say that I'm fully single because there is somebody, but like he doesn't even live here and he's Mormon. So who cares? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Um, how are you dealing without Dick during the quarantine? Well, I mean, listen, that's not something that people want to be without that, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, I guess I feel a little more, um, I feel good because I have antibodies and I've been tested, you know, I've had to do a lot of shoots over the last few months that have required me to be continually tested. I've been tested for COVID and antibodies so many times. So I have been able uh, to know my status and that has freed me up a little bit. But it's certainly not fun dating right now. There's none of that happening. Uh, And, you know, it's just not a time to be kind of meeting new people and it's it's a weird time well plus you i mean you can't really online date because everyone knows who you are well i don't know i'm on tinder and um i'm on i'm on all the apps actually oh my god me too (laughs) yeah no i'm on all the apps i'm not i'm not on raya actually the one me either yeah I'm well, they won't take me. Did they turn you down? They turned me down. No, they didn't turn me down. I didn't even ask. So maybe they would turn me down. But I just thought the people I want to meet are the people I want to meet, like the architect in Brooklyn or the yes. scientist on the Upper West Side. Like, and I don't think they're on Raya. So no, because if you're I, on Raya, you like think you're meet, fucking baby. Right. And, you know, when I meet people on Tinder, it's it's obvious who I am. It's, it's, it's me. And so I feel like people are either swiping on me because they're into me or they don't know who I am, but they're, you know, they're into what they see. So I think it's kind of a win win in a weird way. No, I feel you. And I think that the best thing for both of us is straight guys don't except for Jerry O'Connell. And that's a question mark. Don't actually watch Bravo that much. It's more like, unless they're married. Right, right. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I love Jerry. You, but, you know, it's funny. All the guys, I, I would say most of the guys that I have um, swiped on and wound up meeting on Tinder are people who know who I am, but are not big Housewives fans. Somehow, those are the people that I've wound up swiping on. I mean, unless they're totally bullshitting me, but I don't get the sense that they are. But I, I always, well, especially with you, it's a whole different, you know, ball of wax. But of course, they know who you are. I, I like, I don't like when people lie, or you've seen they googled you, or they pretend like they don't know you, and they, and you know, they do. Right. I don't know. I feel like I just, I obviously have a lot of trust issues, but at the same time, like I've also dated complete douchebags that were obsessed with the fact that I was on TV and that was it. Right. Now, do you, do you feel like, I mean, we both obviously want a businessman that doesn't really watch Bravo, but, or maybe does watch your show, but not the rest of them. 
Um, but- you, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily care one way or another as long as they're kind of upfront about it. I mean, I would say that I would have a less easy time trusting someone who's just like a massive Housewives fan and a massive Watch What Happens Live fan because then I would wonder if they were just with me for that. So, um, you know, I, I think it's worked out. My last boyfriend was, he was like, he watched some Housewives, but he wasn't, it wasn't like, he wasn't living for it. So it wasn't his Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is most, I mean, I'm not going to lie, because I, I meet a lot of gay men. A lot of my, most of my friends are gay men. And I always say that there are those that are housewife whores, because that's probably why they're my friends. And when I get in a fight with them, that's what I call them. They don't like it. Um, and then there, there are those that don't even watch it and that are actually just my friends. But do you, like, I don't, I don't know that I could, well, you don't have trust issues, clearly. No, I don't. Well, you're lucky. I don't. Um, yeah, you're very, very lucky. So we need to talk about a couple exits that have happened on Housewives recently. Okay. okay. Um, I've wondered a lot about, uh, did you know Bethany was going to leave or was it like news to you? Because you seem like you guys are really close friends. I had a sense that the deal was not going to work out. Um. And so I had a sense and she kept saying like, whatever happens will happen or whatever. And she and I had agreed that year not to talk about her deal because in the past mm. leading up to the, the show production starting, she and I ha- would have like an annual fight every year about her contract and her negotiation. And it was, I don't like fighting period, but I definitely do not enjoy Bethany. It's not fun to fight with. No (laughs) one's fun to fight with, but um, she's not fun to fight with. And so we had agreed that we weren't going to talk about her deal, but I I, had, what'd you say? No, I feel like that it gets in the way of, your French, your yeah, but it's weird because we are also working together. And yeah. but I just, I really had a sense, and I, I was saying to the producers, I really have a sense that, um, you know, this isn't gonna go. This is not gonna work out. So ultimately, I was surprised by the timing of it. You know that it that it went that late. That it fell through right before production started but um i i wasn't totally surprised i was bummed i you know obviously i think the show um is is great when she's on it yeah but it's you know i was so grateful that she came back for that second round that you know i i so i was like look i have gratitude that she came back for the second round we 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 didn't know that we were gonna get that so you know yeah no, and also, I feel like it's like she's it's time for her to go and have her happily ever after and ending like she's worked so hard her entire I mean, it, it seems like I, I mean, I only know her from meeting her a few times, but she's worked so hard her entire life. Like it's time for her to just go and have sex all day, every day. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Time for all of us to go do that. Well, Yeah. Exactly. Um, the other, the other thing I was thinking about um, was Dorinda recently leaving. Yeah. Um, because so I felt 
when I met Dorinda originally, I had I don't I don't know why I saw her, I hugged her, I was like, oh my God, welcome. You're gonna have so much fun. It's gonna be great. We are at some upfront thing. And then when I text her, it was like a week after she had left the show. She's like, Brandy, you're the first person, housewives wise, that has texted me since I left the show to say, don't worry, you're gonna be fine, you know. And I thought, first of all, we're I mean, I love Dorinda, but we're not that close. And I felt like, do you feel there's a like the once you're off the show, your friends are not your friend. Like with housewives situations, they, like they forget about you. Um, I don't know. I think it really depends on the person. You know, I I really think it depends on on the person. I think everybody has their own relationships, and I know from my end, I have always characterized it as the mob, and that <laughs> when pulling you back in, you're always identified with the show. You're always asked about the show. I mean, it's like this web that you can't get out of. Ever. And um. So, yeah. Yeah. But so I was also, I've done 13 other reality shows since like within also in Housewives. And the only one that anyone talks to me about is Housewives. Uh, A little bit Big Brother, uh, but that's about it. Like it's just once a housewife, forever a housewife. Totally. I was watching Dorinda and I kind of saw myself in her. In a way, because I was watching, I love New York Housewives. I feel like if you could put a splash of New York with Beverly Hills, it would be amazing. Yeah. Because New York is a little off the rails. I love them all, but off the rails. And Beverly Hills is way on the rail. rail. Like they're so right. on the rails. Yeah. Um, but as I watched Dorinda, like she was drinking a lot as I was. I saw myself in this like downward spiral and I saw myself in her except for without the money and I wasn't happy. I was getting drunk all the time. I was depressed. I felt like, and I was doing the same thing over and over again on the show. And I, I saw that happening with her. And I feel like, you know, every time, like every time I think about when I left, it was the biggest blessing or when I got fired, let's just be honest. It was a blessing that I needed at that time. And when I see, when I saw Dorinda had left, I felt this is a blessing that she needs at this time in the same way because we everyone loves Dorinda. But yeah. We all want to see Dorinda happy and 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 you know, we want to see, you know, we want to see her change and not be the same one trick pony. And I felt like I saw myself, I felt like I was watching myself when I watched Dorinda. Wow, Does that that's make so sense? Interesting. Yeah, that's that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that. I mean, she and I talked about it a lot and she was very philosophical um, about it. And so I I think she'll continue to be. And I think that hopefully it will be something positive for her and will will lead to good things. I really believe that when I like when because I do watch all of your all of the shows on Bravo and all of the housewives. And I feel like I can tell when somebody needs a break. And I was thinking that for just her mental health. And even though I wasn't thinking it for myself when I got fired, I definitely needed that. And I I, I want somebody who has a more of a story left to tell. And that's why I'm cutting to Vicky and Tamara's firing. Um, I felt like they told their entire stories and it wasn't an they both said that you were an ageist, which I felt funny because you're the oh, only did person. They really? Oh yeah. Oh, you're you kidding me. No, they said that you were um 
an ages that you were like, it was, you were going against them because they got too old. I'm like, you're the only person. And I just did this documentary. But that's weird, but Ramona's older than, um, than Vicky. I, that's what I said. But you're also the only person that hires middle-aged women in this entire town. Right. And I mean, you look at the women on our shows. I mean, it's actually, you know, there are a lot of women who are really thriving in their fifties and late fifties. Um, yeah, I no, I, I, I don't, I don't care for that i didn't, I didn't care that. for it either because i thought like i've i feel like tamara and vicky they've been on the show for so long um i thought that they were great housewives but their stories are like their stories are great they're done though like they they're they, amazing and you know i think i mean vicky to this day <laughs> makes me absolutely just laugh and i just we just felt like the show needed, you know, some new air. We just needed to kind of air it out and see where it went. And unfortunately, we were um, we were in the middle of a great, great season when COVID hit. Uh, so yeah. we had to shut down production and then resume production in the middle of this mess. So I think that, you know, COVID kind of, um, hit us, but what I think people will see when when the show uh, begins again is there's something about Orange County that was always I always describe Orange County as the Knots Landing of um, of the <laughs> franchises. It's really um, it's real life drama with real people who some live in cul-de-sacs, but. Kind of, you know, they're, they're women dealing with some real serious stuff in their lives. And I think that when the season starts, there's something that really that grounds it to the core of what Orange County always was about. And so I, I watched it. I was like, wow, this is this is the real housewives of Orange County. So even though these two women who were so identifiable with it and will always be, and I hope will, you know, someday be back in some capacity, the show is still the show. And I was very happy about that, but it needed to go in new directions. And, you know, you, as I told Vicky, um, you know, look, she's she was on the show it's an unprecedented <laughs> run it's not a given that anyone is gonna stay on television and it's not a given for me by the way i'm i uh, i'm full of gratitude every time bravo picks up the contract for watch what happens live i'm like who knows and and when they don't I will understand, wow, I've been on the air. You know, I'm now on for 11 years. It's just, it's not a right to be on television. It's a gift. And oh, so, yeah. you know, and there, there's always going to be someone else deciding whether you should be on or not. You can't decide. You, you can't, you, you can't decide on your own. So, yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think that we watched them for so long and they are so iconic. And I feel like I, I, I just, there, there gets to be a point when it's the same, like with Dorinda, with myself, the same thing over and over again. We were drunk. We, it was like a one, okay, we, they're going to say the most obvious thing. They're going to whoop it up. Like I, I'm really loving like the new girls and them sharing like the everything that they're going through. Um, and that brings me to my next question. Okay. Do you think 
that if you sign up for reality TV, especially Housewives, that you should be able to have something that isn't shared on the show, like hold back. Are you allowed to like? I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard. Um, I, you know, as you and I have discussed, you know, it's like just things come out and people have different motives. And so, yeah, I just think it's, I, I, I think it's really hard to, if there are skeletons in your closet, I think it's really difficult to go on reality TV. You know, you've got yeah. Joe and Teresa, Ugh. you've got. You know, you and Adrian Maloof, you've got, you know, just different people going to jail. I mean, they're so, they're so, like, so many of the franchises are so, here's my entire life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in, in a good way, like, I want to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, I really, not that I want anything bad to happen to anyone ever. I really don't. Um, some of them I had, like, I had to stop watching Jersey for a while when it was like, I don't like family drama. Right. You know, when, you know, like even with Kim and Kyle, it was so hard to be on the show with both of them. Yeah. Because I did love Kim and I did feel like I needed to protect her almost from her sister, but I also liked Kyle. So it was a fucking shit show. It was like, how do I, how do I navigate this? But, and I don't want anyone thrown under the bus on national television. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, I think people don't realize that it's a lot harder than it looks and that you yeah. really can't have secrets. Sorry, guys. You can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to get to some fun stuff because, oh, well, yeah. Boy, we have to talk a little bit about Denise. I'm trying to move past that. Um, yeah. You guys didn't come to an arrangement. She is not coming back. She will be missed. And anything else to say? Um... I mean, no, I mean, I'm going to miss her. I, uh, I really liked her on the show and, um, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. No, I, I thought that season one, much like Camille, who I cannot stand season one, I, they were great TV and they were just being their authentic selves. I think when it's when they, when anyone tries to self-produce, um, is when it's like, it's, it's almost hard to watch because you're just like, just fucking say it and tell them that everyone to fuck off and then you, you'll be fine. But I don't know. All right. So we're going to go to some Twitter questions. Great. Some, and I, I made up games and the kids helped me. So you're going to okay, be excited. Good. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> And Mason, this is a real, maybe I'll take this out. Mason told me to tell you he looks way better in person. I think it was I, just, <laughs> just because he wasn't prepared to be on camera that day. I met, him, I met him when Brandy was on Watch What Happens Live. They were deer in headlights. Do your normal, be assholes, do what you do. But I think uh-huh. they were a little starstruck. Um, all right. So we're going to go to Twitter questions. There's a lot, but I'm only going to ask you a few. Um... I feel like I'm, I, I'm you at the reunion and I'm making up names and do you make up names and like I places? Don't. I don't. You don't? No, I don't. Oh my God. It's so random. At Anna Badoris. Oh, this is Anna Badoris. Uh, do you have a type as far as boyfriends go? You know, a physical type? Yes. 
I think I really I, don't. I'm kind of like the UN. I have to tell you, <laughs> um, uh, I, I really don't. I mean, I like strong, in shape, handsome, uh, but I'm not really. I, I don't really. You like hot? Hot. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm very open. So basically, we like the same type, just hot as fuck. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like hot? It's a problem, but um, because I know you dated Lance Bass for a hot second, or you went on a date, and then we both we have a friend and Marco. I won't say anymore, but like he's so he is Marco is my type. I forgot about Marco. (gasps) I feel like Marco is. I feel like it's so funny that you bring that up because I used to think, wow. Brandy is the housewife that actually, it's almost like I've slept with Brandy because she knows someone <laughs> that I slept with several times. So like yes. she knows stuff about me. It's very funny. Wow. I mean, I really do know a lot about you, but he's, he's so Italian and so sweet. He really doesn't, he's not, he is the first person to tell me I needed Spanx and then we had our first fight. But <laughs> I was like, okay, fuck you. And, but he is so he reminds me randomly, and this is a like. Listen, my ex husband's hot. He reminds me of my ex husband. Wow! Like, I mean, he's that beautiful. It's like ooh, I I've never said that my ex husband wasn't hot. That's so we're that's don't get a big head, Eddie. Um, okay, next Twitter question. Um, at Cali Girl Twenty Two, you might know these people. I don't know. Uh, on Howard Stern, you said Brandy put herself on an island away from the ladies, and that's why she wasn't asked back. Correct. What is what is the excuse now? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a really good question. Well, wait till you hear Jake's question. <laughs> um, you know. I don't know the answer to that because you're not on an island. I mean, listen, you're not on an island, but you're not exactly friends with any of the women. I'm friends with the women. I'm friends with Teddy and Kyle. I'm. We actually. I text text Kyle a lot. I'm very close to him. Well, let me say this. I I would say that you're as close to being back as you've been in a in a long time. Yes, that is true. And that is part of Jake's question, but we'll get there eventually. Um, I guess that the answer is you did actually have me back. So I guess that's your answer, Kelly, girl 22. Um, Okay, this is a little bit bitchy, but it's not like this is just this is at Tish 185. I've known her on Twitter for 10 years. Why do some of the women on Beverly Hills get away with doing the bare minimum while a housewife from any other franchise would get fired for doing the same? Well, I mean, I think that Beverly Hills is, I think each of the show, each, each of the cities has their own personality and vibe and Beverly Hills has their own personality, personality and vibe. And of all of the shows, Beverly Hills is, you know, the most of a lifestyle show, so to speak. Um, and so I just think you can't measure what's happening in one city against another because they're just different animals. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Like, I feel like 
But I do feel like New York City is so vibrant and huge. And Beverly Hills is just, it's kind of this, it's, they're similar, but yet in New York, they don't like, they're not dogs with bones. They don't like hold on to one thing and everyone goes after one person. They all go after each other, which I really yeah, enjoy. No, I mean, typically, typically things in Beverly Hills get discussed far more than on the <laughs> East Coast. And by the way, same with um, same with Orange County, actually, too. You, you think that they get discussed more in Orange County? No, or- I think they get discussed a lot in Orange County and um, and Beverly Hills. Yeah, I think that it's just a more conservative um, that, that's well, supposedly conservative, like the city people. Now, well, when I first started watching, um, I, the first time I saw Beverly Hills, no one said fuck. Um, and when I came on, I said fuck, and I was garbage and trash. I was disgusting, the things that came out of my mouth. And now I feel like every single person on every, especially Beverly Hills, is saying, fuck you, shut the fuck up, fuck off. I'm like, oh, wait, I remember when I was trash for saying that. Right. Um, but I, So I think that they have evolved a bit. So, because, you know, they have to a little bit, but I do think that they're a more conservative show compared to, let's say, you know, New York or Atlanta, which are my two favorites. Yeah, Yeah, I think they are. All right. So, we're going back. We have a couple more Twitter questions. Um, Lee Roswell says, who's really the richest housewife and who's probably the poorest? I'll just go ahead and say it's either Kim and I for the poorest. (laughs) Um, gosh, who's the richest? Okay, let me think. Even ex-housewives, because I always think about Vander Cunt. Well, I think Adrian always seemed like she had a lot of money. I think Sutton has a lot of money. You think? Yeah, I do. I get that sense. Mm. Um... Do you think that she pretends like she, I know a lot about Sutton? I know Sutton. Oh, okay. Well, then you Very know well. more than me. Yeah. Maybe not as much as y'all think she has. Oh, okay. Let the um, bird. I think typically, bounce. I think typically, you know, sometimes, like when you, if you judge, I've seen housewives' salaries estimated on celebritynetworth.com, oh. and it's nuts the estimates versus the reality. Well, yeah, my kids tell me what I'm worth every day. I'm like, it's not fucking true. They like, they look it up. I like, I don't even have a quarter of that. Right. But I, but I think that people do have an idea. Like, I feel like it maybe it's Candy Burris. Like, candy. there's so many things. Yeah, I think Candy for sure. Um, I think that, well, I feel like also, you know, I feel like Mauricio makes a lot of money. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, For sure. Yeah, there's like, the agency has hundreds of millions of dollars, but, you know, they are living in Encino, which I'm basically their neighbor, and um, it's no longer Bel Air or Beverly Hills, so do they? They do. I'm just trying to be shady. I'm being shady. Oh, my God. Speaking of shady, let's talk about fucking Jeff Lewis. Not fucking him, but Ah. fucking Jeff Lewis. The shadiest bitch of all time in my head. Oh, my God. So, you guys were best friends. Or maybe you are still. 
That is not true. Well, you were. Uh, excuse no? me? Weren't you? Best friends? Or like Keith. Well, that's how he characterized no, it. No, he didn't. No, I he swear didn't. to God. No, 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 no. To me. Um, he and I were friends and we still are friends. Um, <laughs> and I think that we were... I think we were probably closer friends when, look, I was an executive on his show. He was on Watch What Happens Live a lot. So we really were in contact by design um, way more than we are now. He is, he has a great, very successful show on Radio Andy, for which I'm very grateful that he's on the channel. And you know, look, it's no stranger. It's no, no, it's no secret <laughs> that, he, that I, um, like there was a moment a couple years ago, I think where he was really in hot water with Bravo and I was texting him things and he wound up reading private texts of mine on the air and it kind of betrayed my trust. And he and I have yeah. discussed it on the air, off the air. And so I think that was for sure a significant hiccup for us. But I think that we're uh, good and um, I like him a lot. Yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, I, it's not that I don't. <laughs> Um, but well, listen, I, you guys had that I don't, I don't like him weird. a lot. We I, had, I you just, guys had that very weird thing on um, my show. Yeah, I just don't. I, I would have to say, I guess I felt comfortable because I, I was under the impression by him that you were going to think this was hilarious because you and he were best friends and this was going to be great. And he wasn't going to tell me what he was going to do, but no matter what he said... Just throw wine, and I was well. When he said what he said, I was very pissed because he said something about sexually transmitted. I'm like, really? I mean, it was just it was pissed. Okay, but I know that you got more pissed. But I really felt like I was in safe hands because he made me feel that way. He's like, don't worry, like Andy will love this. That was really weird. That was a prank that got up. real. And oh. just went so south. I mean, it, yeah. No, exactly. And then he started denying it that we, it was that he said I was really crying and I was so mad at him. And like, it's fine. Like, I haven't, I think I've seen him once, but the funny thing, and I'm going to say this because I'm a bitch right now. Um, <laughs> he talked to me about the fillers in my face and I said, Pot, call, kettle. Are you fucking joking me? At least mine will go away. Your my silicone is permanent, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love nice. you, Jeff. Not really. Love is a strong word. Right. Um. Okay. So we're gonna do a game that I made up. Okay. Which is great. It's called Shady or Lady. Okay. Five. Five. Okay, and this is, I only have one question. Oh, uh, well, this short is because, Okay, so on Watch What Happens Live, many, many years ago, after um, my book came out, I think it's obviously my first season or second season on Housewives, um, 
I came on your my, your show to promote my book, which we didn't ever show. Mm. And then in the middle of talking about it, the doorbell rang. Oh, God. And in came Carol fucking Roswell. <laughs> The author of Widow's Guide to Divorce. And then it became about her book. Oh, no. And I was, no, oh, yes. So maybe you're a lady, but I felt it was shady as fuck. So were you being shady or were you being a lady? You know, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I don't remember. Uh, That's it. I mean, if you're but- I, I I don't really remember to tell you the truth. <laughs> I, I I have a vague remembrance of this, and I think I had probably told Carol that I would that her book was coming out that day, and I would promote it because she had gone through so much on the show where Aviva was saying it was ghost written and all this stuff, and so. But I don't remember. I certainly was not trying to mess with your book promotion. (laughs) It was probably a very poorly timed um, thing where I said, you know what, Carol, like you'll come on and ring the doorbell and I'll I'll plug your book. All right. All right. At the time I was like, okay, these two are best friends. No, I was not. I wasn't trying to, you know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So you were you were accidentally a shady lady. Yeah. Okay. Um. And let's talk about Carol because you guys seemed like you were besties, mm-hmm. and now you guys seem like you actually. She seems. I don't hear you speak of her much actually at all. Um. But she seems to have a great amount of disdain for you. Oh, hi, Mason. Hola. He says hi. Hola. Hey. He's going to ask you a question personally that he came up with, but we're going to, we're, we're in the middle of something here. Um, yeah. So she seems very bitter and angry towards you. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think she's angry towards the show in general and me, and she felt like, um, you know, she felt like I was up Bethany's ass and, um, so yeah, I think that, that didn't end in the way that I would have hoped that it would have. I mean, and I mean, you guys seem to be such close friends for so long. Like you really, well, we were definitely, you know, we were in each other's circle for years. I mean, we, we didn't talk on the phone. We didn't email, but I think, I think we had genuine fondness for each other. No, I felt I've done a few of those housewife signing things where she was along and she does talk a lot, a lot, especially about politics, which is okay. But I at one point wanted to slip my own throat. (laughs) Um, But she seems aggressively angry at you and she made sure to say how close the, the two of you were and and I don't know no, I think I think she's I think she has characterized our friendship uh well I think I, I don't I don't think she said we were overly close I think she's been fairly um 
I think, uh, but I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't listened. God knows. I haven't, I haven't read everything that she said. So you tell me. I don't fucking, I, I don't read Andy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, and by the way, I did actually listen to your radio show. I was being a cunt in the beginning. Um, no, that's fine. I only did because I I'm like, I'm, my feelings are hurt. When I have a feeling I lash out. Yeah, no, that's okay. It happens. Um, I appreciate it. But I don't. By the way, I haven't had a ton of housewives on Andy Cohen Live because there are a lot of other shows on the channel. And so I usually, I kind of try to save having housewives on Watch What Happens Live and not on the radio because I feel like that's the place for that. So, But you're not a housewife. So that's there right. you go. I am definitely yeah. not. Um, so you have a new book coming out. David Quinn is helping. Can we talk about this? I don't think okay, so. Never mind. All right. Moving yeah. on. We, I have another game, which I wrote. Okay. I can cross a couple things off right now. Okay. Mary Fuck Kill, which is your game. Kelly Ripa, SJP, or Anderson Cooper? Oh, and I would kill Anderson because I don't want to kill one of the ladies. <laughs> I would marry. Um, I think I marry SJ, and well, I would like to. I mean, I'm very interested in. You have to do both. Well, maybe I would marry Kelly so I could get Mark in the bargain, and I would have sex with SJ. <laughs> Always looking at the big picture. All right, got you. And do you ever feel as I have another game, but I'm changing the people right now because we've already talked about it. Um, do you ever feel that you were snubbed? I feel like I love Watch What Happens Live. My kids and I, and I, do, I actually kind of don't like telling you this, but Jake and I watch the show. Like we are huge fans, um, like really huge fans. And I feel like the Emmys kind of always just kind of glaze over you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. It, look at look at who's in that category. I mean, those are actually real skilled comedians with with who are who are producing big ticket high level shows and um so not really i mean i wish that the housewives would get recognized i mean there have been seasons where i really thought that new york housewives should have gotten yeah um you know no, of course. I mean, just some, you I, know, some, 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 some accolades or, or recognition. I agree with you. I mean, I think that New York is so real and it, it really speaks to my pre-menopausal self um, about like being single over a certain age. And I think it's great. But for some reason, they always go to the food and the Top Chef, which I love as well, which is fine. Um I think that Top Chef is great. I love that show. Yeah, me too. Un I wrote unfriend, unfollow, unfuck. Oh, I like it. I know, but then I my names are like, I only know a few people that you've had sex with. Um, oh, this is about people I've had sex with? Well, unfuck, you have, to un you have to fuck someone to unfuck them. Unfriend, unfollow, <laughs> unfuck. Like, I don't know. But let's, let's just, well, okay. So Mary Fuck Kill, we'll go back to the, I got it. We're going to come up with something better. Like, all right, Howard Stern, John Mayer, Anderson Cooper. That's not the one I wanted to do. So I'm gonna un, but I haven't. Fucked. I, I, I don't want to. I don't get it. I know. So unfollow. I would unfollow 
Howard because he barely he doesn't <laughs> post anything. That's true. And then unfriend. It's Howard Anderson and who? I don't know, John Merritt. It was like this this game went left. I didn't do it right. <laughs> my life. And I worked on, okay, for like a week. on that game. Okay, but there's so let's do another one. Um Okay. So whatever, Mary Fab Kelly. I just want to know. Uh Kathy Griffin, Danielle Staub, Ooh. or Jeff Lewis. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so this is Mary Shag Kill. I guess so. I, it was unfall. I was coming up with a, like a new version of your game, but yes, you're right. You're correct. I would shag Jeff. <laughs> Mary Danielle. <laughs> and I guess I'd have to kill Kathy. Oh, that's so crazy. I never thought that was going to be your answer. <laughs> wow. Maybe I would shag Danielle, marry Jeff. His marriage is for life. And then, yeah. Yeah. Because Danielle's, I mean, she's been engaged a lot. And 19 yeah. times. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, have you even, so I always say, I mean, and my kids make funny, but, but you say, I mean, a lot as well. I've noticed. I do. You're right. But it's a good thing. It's a, it's a way to think about things. Um, yeah. Do you, do we really think that it's nineteen times? I I've been engaged once, one and a half times. Right. What about you? Um, I've never been engaged. <gasps> yeah. Will you ever get married? I don't. If I meet, if I fall in love and meet the right guy, do Lou and Evelyn want you to get married? They want me to. Yeah, I think they would like that. Yeah. I do. Who is your favorite all-time housewife? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hilarious, isn't it? You've never been asked that before in your life. It's so I know. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Uh, so the people that you have put as part-time chicks, uh, the Ramonas, Luanns, and Porsches of the world, are literally my favorite housewives. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, hold on. Mason, your birthday friend is going to take over for a second. I can't hear. So you, it's Hello. You guys. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you tell me. All right. All right. I have one question. I'm talking to the Oh, I have to talk. Okay. Now that we are not allowed to be on the show. Are you going to give oh no, now that we are allowed to be on the show? Are you going to give my mom a second chance to change? Well, I didn't know you were allowed to be on the show. To what? To change her. Image. So you're allowed to be on the show now? My image. Yes, yes, but like you're, you've got a good image. I'm just saying to like change it a little bit. <laughs> you are so in trouble. You guys, you so you guys are allowed to be on the show. Yeah. According to your father, I believe so. Really? Well, that's a discussion, Mason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you and you want your mom on the show? Why? Because she deserves it. I mean, like you've kind of milked her for everything this season <laughs> to get like to make some views and stuff, and she hasn't gotten half as much, even close to as much as the other housewives. I feel like you would like your mother to be compensated what you feel she deserves. Exactly. Right? I feel like she should be compensated. You're awesome. I mean, she's the best woman I've ever met. 
Oh, Mason. You're the best. I know. Thank you. You make really good points. Just, just something to keep in mind, you know? I agree. I agree. All right. I'll put you back on with her. Okay. Oh, my oh, God. He's so sweet. He's like my human Xanax child. Amazing. I know. Wow. I hope my son grows up to be to to defend me and fight for me like like that. That was very moving. You know, whenever Jake and I, the shady one, whenever we get in a fight, we take it straight to Mason's room so he can break it up. I love it. He is so wow. the boss of us. It's nuts. That's amazing. Well, Andy, thank you so much for doing my podcast. I don't ask. I don't. Everyone's like, why don't you ask all the famous people that you know? But I have such a fear of rejection and I don't. Well, you should. No. And I was glad. I was very honored and happy that you asked. And I felt like at the very minimum, all the times you've come on my show, all that you've done for our shows, it was the absolute least that I could do. And I mean, just like I was rooting you on on Big Brother, which I really was. (laughs) Thank you. um, I was. I was like so proud of you. I was so into it. And I was so excited to make that message for you. And you were going to see it in the Big Brother house. So like, um, yeah, it was my my pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, I really appreciate it. Everyone's like, aren't you nervous? Aren't you nervous? And And I wasn't until they kept asking me. And then I this is the most nervous I've ever been. I'm usually not without an idea or a word in my head. And I feel like I could. Well, I had a blast. And I'll come on for your 600th guest. (laughs) Hopefully by then I won't be able to talk because I'll just be wasted at all times. (laughs) All right. Well, big love to your dad, who I adore, Lou, and your mom. And I cannot wait to meet baby Ben in person, even though he's not a baby anymore. And I I appreciate everything that, you know, honestly, I do. I have gratitude towards you. And I am, by the way, sorry for... The other times I've said fuck off to you, not when you compared me to the no, dog. It's all good. No, not when you compared me to the dog. Not that time. Oh, right. Just the other ones. I do actually oh, okay. have regret. So oh, okay. thank you. Go have a beautiful day. And um, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Brandy. Bye. Oh my God. I feel like I just botched the fuck out of that. Oh my God. No way. You did great. I think it was so good. I mean, there was just that one game that I would say. What? <laughs> Which one? I had a good one. I got confused with my notes. They were really good game. I've been, I've been doing like research for this for like five days. Yeah. I mean, I, I think know. the questions you asked were so good. And I think that he got a little uh, flustered in some of them, which now. is like, which is incredible. I mean, he's very good at answering or will not answering. <laughs> I think he should be a politician. I know. It actually didn't it come up in the interview. Like, well, I it was like- in my notes, but I don't think I fucking said it right because I didn't say anything right. Like, my game was going to be perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. But listen, I feel very blessed to have the godfather of reality TV on my podcast. I... I yeah. I was nervous. Like, let's just be clear. I was fucking nervous. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's ah, like, but fuck I, you. I was. Oh. <laughs> but I think you. But you prepared well enough that I too think much. I'll, I think I did too much, and then that's why 
Because, you know, I normally just Wikipedia. And I was going to ask him about his sister, his middle name. Just, I knew way too much stuff. I think that's why my brain was like, what yeah, the fuck the, are you talking about? You were trying to cram as much as you could into the, you know, the 45-minute call or whatever. And so, it's hard. That's hard. You did, I think you did a really good job though. And I loved, I mean, I loved Mason's question and he respected it, you know? Oh, he's like, Mason, I respect Mason. Like he is a really, I like Ben is such a, I, like he's so great. And I hope that he turns out just like Mason because Mason is the best kid. We have also the shady child that we both know, but I love <laughs> him too. But I mean, like just Mason's so well-spoken together and like, He's so he loves my mom. So, me, he loves his mom so much. Oh, <laughs> I see. I'm so nervous. Oh, oh it's God. still you're still you still have that nervous energy. I do, and I didn't even <sighs> get to Jake's question, but we're just gonna leave that away because Jake was being shady AF. Did Jake want to come on and ask it himself? Uh, no, he barely got his question like right before we were going to get on the call, so he doesn't even oh. deserve it. Got it. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I think Mason asking that question was good. And I think that, you know, I mean, Andy's response was also good. And he thought it was very interesting that well, I didn't I did not hear Andy's response because I was not on the headphone. So no. don't tell me. I will ask <laughs> okay. Mason later. Um, okay. I did not. Yeah, I couldn't hear. I just I was like, I was kind of bummed when he said to like what rehab my image. I was like, what's wrong with my image, bitch? But I have to. I told them I wouldn't get mad at their questions. Okay. So it okay. is what it is. All right. I thought it was great. Oh, you're sweet though. Um, okay, let's get the fuck out. I have a five o'clock business meeting, which is very random. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? I'm working. I love that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right. Do do we do haiku? Yeah, for sure. I am nervous. I never am. It's like being a pork chop and not spam. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.